0: So it's a pleasure being here once again and glory to god for having me here once again brethren today i'll be starting a new topic and uh, you know this topic is to touch on the aspect of marriage divorce and remarriage you know this this the segments being shared for the upcoming weeks on marriage, divorce, and remarriage. You know, it's actually dedicated to the body of Christ worldwide. And it seeks to put in New Testament perspective the apostolic doctrine of divorce and remarriage. Of course, I must admit that I am no Bible scholar, but a simple believer who knows the grace of God in measure. This weakness might be exploited by our modern scholars today, but since God delights in using the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, and likewise the weak things of this world to confound the mighty, I am humbly asking that you scrutinize my segments before you blindly criticize them. Now, my fellow brethren, and to all those who actually take the time to listen, my sincere prayer to God for you is that in the pages of and the, the, the segments being shared week after week. And the scriptures being used, you may find something today to help you along the straight and the narrow way. So, in recent times, a deadly virus has succeeded in breaching the immune system of the body of Christ, and what havoc it has caused to date. The name of this killer disease is divorce and remarriage syndrome now if the antidote for this virus that god has prescribed in his word is not applied soon millions of innocent lives will inevitably face certain doom end time saints and brethren the bible makes it absolutely clear that god intended that marriage should last for one's lifetime to be broken only by death which can be confirmed by reading genesis chapter 2 verses 23 to 24 malachi chapter 2 verses 14 to 16 and mark chapter 10 verses 6 to 12. and yet our modern scholars have arguably pressured many of God's servants into believing that God has had a change of hearts. With respect to this lifelong sacred covenant called marriage and the harvest of promiscuity that this heresy has spurned is indeed great, to say the least. But even at this late hour, like Nehemiah, the Jewish reformer, I now call upon all marriage officers to stop this end of time sacrilege called divorce and remarriage. So, brethren, the first topic and my segment towards this area would be marriage, the oldest God ordained institution given to humanity so as i've always shared and indicated my scriptures will be read from this king james version bible only and i'll start brethren marriage is undoubtedly the oldest of all the god-ordained institutions given to man it was accordingly instituted to secure a godly development of human communities as can be seen In Malachi chapter 2 verse 15. Which states. And did not he make them one? And wherefore one? That he might seek a godly seed. So I just read from Malachi chapter 2. Verse 15. Now wherever this ordinance is respected and upheld. The blessings of God are always secured. Conversely. Wherever it is treated with disdain and discarded, the fallout has been and always will be devastating disintegration of a people, a nation, or a kingdom. History has certainly taught us that every civilization that took steps to do away with this sacred institution has only succeeded in engineering its own disintegration and destruction. Because of the facts shared today, therefore, we also know what shall be the end of all modern societies that are busily legalizing alternatives to this God-ordained matrimonial imperative of Genesis chapter 2, verses 23 to 24 they must disintegrate. For it is impossible for any nation to disregard this God-given ordinance and yet remain uncorrupted in other areas of societal life. Do away with marriage and the fallout will always be an escalation in crimes such as sexual perversion, corruption and violence. Now, if you believe that what I'm sharing today is no more than speculative conjecture, just open your Bibles and turn to Genesis chapter 4, verse 19. And observe that as soon as Lamech broke away from the God-ordained marital relationship, detailed for us in Genesis chapter 2, verses 23 to 24, And took two wives. The next thing that he did was to commit murder. So one can read Genesis chapter 4 verses 23 to 24 as your confirmation. Brethren, look also at Genesis chapter 6 verse 2. And observe that implicit in that text is the notion that they took more than one wife. This rebellious departure from the God-ordained marital pattern given to man in Genesis chapter 2 verses 23 to 24 resulted in the immediate reduction of man's lifespan from some 900 years to a mere 120 years as Genesis chapter 6 verse 3 states. And the fallout that resulted as a consequence of man's departure from the God-ordained pattern established in Genesis chapter 2 verses 23 to 24 is captured for us in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5. And that scripture says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Continually. And what was the end result of man's imagination and thoughts being evil continually? The following scripture says it all. And that scripture is Genesis chapter 6, verse 11, which states, The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Now, brethren, I would like us to turn to Luke chapter 17 verse 27 and observe that one of the dominant sins of noah's day was the was that they married wives and that they were given in marriage in other words they were preoccupied with changing wives brethren what is being shared today is surely conclusive however To lend contemporary validity to my stated position, just look at your neighborhood and observe that the said pattern of deterioration that existed in Noah's day has become the norm in our day. What a calamity. And the sad thing about this sixth situation is that it all started with the floating of the marital directive of Genesis chapter 2, verses 23 to 24. As we read and one can see by looking at Genesis chapter 4, verse 19 and Genesis chapter 4, verses 23 to 24, and by comparing Genesis chapter 6, verse 2 with Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, and 11, and Luke chapter 17, verse 27, respectively. That being the case, end time saints, shouldn't we, even at this late hour, attempt to arrest this marrying of wives syndrome, which has taken root even in the church of Jesus Christ today? For if something positive is not done soon, we shall not be able to face the stench that shall emanate from this divorce and remarriage mess that seems to be poisoning all of civilization. Notwithstanding this notwithstanding this present trend, I believe that something can be done to arrest this end-time spiritual and moral decay. However, to effect the needed change, it will take more than just lip service. We must therefore be prepared to do what the Jews of Nehemiah's day did and be resolute in our stand for the truth instead of remaining amazingly mute. Remember... The house of Judah under the leadership of Nehemiah did something about it. In Nehemiah chapter 13 verses 23 to 24 can be read for confirmation. Neither should we forget that the children of Judah under the leadership of Ezra, the scribe, also did something positive about a parallel situation. So one can turn to Ezra chapter 10, verses 1 to 3, verses 6 to 8, verses 10 to 14, and verses 17 to 19. Yes. Brethren, if we would but tremble at God's word and obey the directive of Joel chapter 2, verses 15 to 17 and be as determined as ezra and nehemiah were we would be able even at this late hour to turn things around and so arrest the spiritual and moral disaster that is threatening the church of jesus christ today brethren the religious liberals would no doubt argue that what god instituted in genesis was tailored to suit adam and eve's day However, that kind of reasoning is negated by the fact that almost 4,000 years later, by the pen of Malachi, God said the following in Malachi chapter 2, verse 16, which states, For the Lord, the God of Israel, said that he hates putting away, meaning divorce, therefore take heed to your spirits that you deal not treacherously. So, I just read from Malachi chapter 2, verse 16. And to confirm the fact that God still hates divorce and remarriage, Jesus, 400 years later, said the following From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause, shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twin, but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. So that was Mark chapter 10, verses 6 to 9. So as I close my segment today, brethren, from these texts shared today, Therefore, brethren, one can readily understand that God is totally against this divorce and remarriage business. And history has taught us that in any society in which a man can easily and legally abandon his married mate, that society must inevitably disintegrate. Because of this fact, we know that divorce and remarriage must culminate in moral and spiritual miscarriage. For marriage was ordained of God to be the foundation of family life and the pillar upon which all honorable human civilization Must stand. So, brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again. Brethren, remember that Jesus Christ loves you. And I love you too. Please prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return because he will be returning soon. Brethren, spend time in the Holy Word meditate upon god's word if you're reading the scriptures and you're not sure my segment is here to assist in the areas that you need clarity for brethren we are here to work together for the kingdom of god surround yourselves with people who are working righteously holy for the kingdom of god so brethren Have a safe and productive week. Remember, I will be live next week again. So bye for now. Bless.